What's going on? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is City Wrestling Radio Reviews. Triple Mania 29. Yes, I am attempting to review Triple Mania. Um, it's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm your host. I'm Corey Smith. Joining me via Zoom chat is my co-host. Uh, I, I mean, I could call you the main roster mate, but I mean, we haven't reviewed anything on the WWE main roster in, what, a year? Over uh, here. Yeah, yeah, I would say about that. Yeah, I don't, I don't even remember what the last. Oh no, we did not main roster, but we did some retro stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. my co-host, Mister City Wrestling J himself, Jose Osagera. How's He's everybody doing? How are you doing, sir? And how are all the damas and caballeros doing? Desde la ciudad de México, we are here for triple mania. Whoa, whoa. Is triple mania? Yeah, uh, this is my uh, this is my first triple mania. If you're uh, not surprised, <laughs> no. Did, didn't you watch uh, Doctor Wagner Jr. and I watched the uh, match, Blue Jim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't think we got a chance to actually like watch. No, it was it more all for the fun way through. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This I watched all the way through. I had well, and then that one had English commentary too. And this one, no, you're right. Triple mania. This is my first triple mania. If you're not surprised, uh, like you said earlier, though, I did watch the 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 Doctor Wagner. What was it, Doctor Wagner? Blue Demon Junior. Which was a fucking brutal. El, match. El hijo de Doctor Wagner, I believe. I, I mean, they they do that all the time. Yeah. You know, there's a junior, which aren't relatives by and large, or they're like nephews, and then there's El hijo, where it's really the or there's son like, of, or there's like something three junior. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we see a Viano 3. Viano 3 Jr. Yeah. At a certain point. So I was like, oh, okay. And then he, uh, El Hijo del Vikingo. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, overall, Triple Mania 29, it's in the books. I mean, uh, what did you think of the show overall, Jose? A fun show. Uh, was it the best show of the year? No. Um, no. Was it the best Lucha show of the year? Probably. I don't know. I don't fun. really watch Lucha that often. But <laughs> you know what? It was really fun. I had a blast. It was really cool, you know, seeing a crowd full of people socially distancing and actually wearing masks. That was really encouraging. But I hear things are really bad in Mexico, though. Yeah. I mean, things are things are bad all around, you know. Uh, you know, I, some of my work actually got canceled because of somebody I know there. They're going to go record remotely in Hawaii. They're not going there now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and I actually myself am getting over COVID after getting vaccinated. Um, Son of a bitch. So, I mean, I wasn't wearing, you know, I thought, I thought I was vaccinated. I was like, oh, you know, go take I'm off my mask or whatever. But no, I still, I still got it. So, guys, wear your mask, get vaccinated if you haven't, and uh, do what you got to do to stop the spread. Yeah. Yeah, because worst case for you, what did you do? Spend a couple of days at home? I mean, yeah, for me. You know? Better that than in the hospital with a tube down your throat. I'll yeah. tell you that much. Um, anyways, Triple Mania 29. We watched the entire show. I like I said, I thought it was a it was a it was a fun show. There was a couple there was a couple spots, I think, like throughout the show that were kind of sloppy here and there, but Welcome to the world of lucha. Yeah, exactly. Much, you know, anytime you watch a show like that, and my it, questions, you know, it, it's, you know it's I mean? spotty. It's spotty, and I have questions about things like, you know, like why are we into clowns? Why, are, yeah. why are murderous psycho clowns like the faces of this company? I don't That's get 100%. it, man. And one is the border patrol clown. 
Wait, what? Border Clown. There's Border Clown? Border Clown. We'll see him in the uh, Rumble match. Did we? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, my God. I thought I wrote everyone down. I don't even remember writing Border Clown. Well, oh, you know what? It might have been one of the Romans. <clears throat> okay. It was the sixth way. It was the sixth way. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, we kick off the show. The commentators for the show, what was it? Hugo Savanovic? Or Savanovic? God, you got to help me, brother. Uh, th- these so, are German words. Don't ask me. Savanovic. <laughs> Spanish. Savanovic? Let's say. Yeah. But he, you know, the former, he used to, didn't he used to do WWE? Um, I think so. Spanish commentary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he also does the podcast. He did that shoot interview with Andrade. That's right. Uh, and Ho- Jose Manuel Guillon. Guillen? Okay. Dude, it's a, it's a, you know, Euro name that okay. these guys are rocking. Uh, we kick it off with them running down the show, giving thanks to the daughter of Antonio Pena and the current owner of AAA Lucha Libre, Miss I don't know if it's Mrs. Uh, Senora Marcela she Pena. She actually likes to go by La Cienciada. What is that? Maricela Pena. It's like um, a, like a lawyer degree, or, you know, letting people know. Oh, that like you, doctor, you are but educated. Like doctor uh, yeah, of the law. Exactly. Yeah. She's just like I'm doctor of the law. She's she's out there, and I like how she's just out there in the front row. <laughs> but at the same, does she time, have a dog? I, don't, I didn't remember, see a dog. I, I want to say, you know, it was probably just the, the, the what she, looks like, the, uh, she looks like she Mandela would have a effect? dog. Yeah. Yeah. Like I imagine a dog with him. Yeah. Just like casually stroking a Pomeranian or something. <laughs> Look at me, Tony Khan. I am your ilk. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we kick off the show with the first match, which. <laughs> okay. Well, let's just call this how I'd like to refer to it as the Marvel pregame <laughs> kickoff. The uh, MCU, MLLU, which is, well, you know what I mean? It was like the no. Marvel Lucha Libre Universe match, and everyone mm-hmm. that came out, they had to make sure we knew again. They were like, this is, uh, uh, was it like, uh, like Terror Purple, or, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And it's, this is totally in association with What If Mexico? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is, I feel like actually, they should shoot an episode of Marvel What If based on this. You know what I mean? Like on mm-hmm. the wrestlers and do like what if, you know, the Marvel Universe took place in a wrestling ring. Mm-hmm. Just saying, Disney, if you want to pay me for that idea, you can't go ahead. <laughs> I guess it's already their idea. Uh, but we kick it off with a six-person tag match, the Marvel Cinematic Universe Lucha Libre match. Okay, so we got... Uh, so, Pica ve- picadura letal, so then, aka Black Widow. No, yeah. So ScarJo turned heel. Um, <laughs> she after I think after suing Disney, this is what it is. That's exactly what it and is. And she's joined Venom and Thanos. So what? What is going on here? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, but we had then Venom uh, being played by Black Taurus. Uh, and then it was El El Viande for Venom. For Venom? Oh, Venioide. Venioide. That's a hard word to say. And uh, Terror uh, Purpura. 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 Uh, Thanos being played by Brian Cage, actually. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Thanos was being Shit, played yeah. by Brian Cage. I, I knew there was an American under that mask. Uh, versus La Estrella Cosmica, 
which is Estrella Cosmica. Uh, Captain Marvel uh, being played by Lady Maravella. Uh, El Arachno, uh, Spider-Man being played by El Hijo del Vikingo. And La Leanda Americana. Leyenda Americana. And that's being played by someone named Golden Magic, who I'm unfamiliar with. Good worker. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, this is a Marvel match. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> this is strictly for the kids. I mean, okay, look, let me let me say something. And I can say it because I'm Mexican and i just been there, okay? Okay. When you go to Mexico and you go to these little uh, carnivals and you go to the booths, um, you see these toys that are, you know, WWE figures. But instead of Macho Man, you get El Hombre Macho. You know yeah. what I mean? Or El Gran Estaturas, shit like that. So these superheroes are exactly the superheroes you buy at the flea market or at the little carnivals. Um, I wish I could reach over and grab one of my son's toys, but I could show you a Hulk that looks like... It's like a yellow um, Hulk or something. With like, it, it, It's El Furioso, with but he glows in the dark. <laughs> he's got like blue pants instead of like the purple pants. And it's Savage Hulk, but he's holding the Infinity Gauntlet. I mean, yeah, you know, hey, you remember that time? Can you, can you imagine Savage Hulk with <laughs> like Macho Man Randy Savage Hulk? Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. Oh my goodness! Uh, the one thing I did think was funny is the guy playing um, Spider Man <laughs> comes down like zip lining to the ring, like yeah. upside down, and I'm just like, oh, dude, I feel bad for him. Oh, and he gets stuck like halfway down, so he has to kind of like scoot. Like, come on, get it so, going. Let's go, let's go. And actually, you know what? I actually thought he did a better job than, I don't know if you've seen clips of uh, the Avengers campus at Disneyland. Whoa. This Spider-Man, though, El Arachno. Oh, my God. he! I, I would like to see him at Disneyland better. Than yeah, and he's actually not a regular Spider-Man. He's a Scarlet Spider-Man, which is who? A Peter Parker clone. Okay, see, that's he came out in a hoodie. I was like, uh, mm-hmm. what is up with this lazy Spider-Man right here just in a hoodie? Yeah, that's a original Ben Riley outfit. They were, like, they were like, this one's just easier to make, okay? Like, <laughs> yeah, we're not going to make a Spider-Man outfit. We're just going to get that a hoodie was, for him. And you know what? I feel him because one year that was easier to make, and I made that my Spider-Man outfit. Yeah. Uh, so at, at a certain point, yeah. Thanos goes for a Gotch-style pile driver because... When you want to see a gotch style pile driver, you want to see it done by Thanos. Uh, out comes, <laughs> out comes the jiggliest Hulk I have ever seen. I don't want to, I don't want to call him uh, chubby, but he was jiggly. Uh, bulk, uh, that's when uh, the Incredible Bulk and Thanos stare at each other one on one and don't touch each other. But Captain America and Spider Man get their moves off on Venom, get the pin in the win, and oh, at one point they. Uh... The good guys kill Black Widow, it seems like, no? Well, yeah. she. You don't turn your back on Disney. That's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is what go. happens. The mouse will send Captain America, Spider-Man, and Captain Marvel after you. Okay? And they were using the Marvel like stamp. Was this a legit you know? No, this Marvel... is a legit... Um, Okayed? Yeah. This? This is a legit partnership wow. between Marvel and AAA. <sighs> good, good job. <laughs> hey, they know their market. You know what I mean? Like you were saying... Yeah. They have the the knockoff toys wherever you go, and I've seen them before too. Like you know, totally knockoff as hell. Too. Um, and after the match, oh my god! I think Loki 
Oh my god. Was it Loki? He wasn't even in green. He was like in silver. No, there was like a it was like a greenish background tint. Oh, okay. So and he had like a headband that was gold, so I was like, okay, this is Loki. And it had like the uh, kind of music. Right. It was like it had he made his presence felt. So in one way or another, Loki is coming to triple A. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I just gotta let them know to put that. I gotta put that timestamp. Be like, pl- click here after the Marvel match. Yeah, you know, for after the Marvel match. So that was the Marvel match. Then we move yeah. on. Uh, video. We get a. We finally get an intro to the show and like the big opening sequence. Yeah, this was actually like the opening of the show. You get a video package of all of the events leading up to Triple Mania twenty nine. And then the Rumble match. The tri- I don't know exactly what it was called, but I'm gonna call it the Triple Mania Rumble. It was it, it was like a called something brawl. It was it was sponsored by the company that you see later on in the in the big screens in the back. Which that, one? That there was brawl. like twelve. It was dude. a brawl. <laughs> I'm just saying, like there was twelve companies. Yeah, yeah, there like, was all there over was. the place. This com- Yeah, it's funny because you see in different com- in different countries how like wrestling has sponsorships, and mm-hmm. I'm just not used to that because I'm used to like AEW and uh, WWE where. The, they don't. I mean, they have sponsorships, but they don't have well, them they, on the ring. They do it. Yeah, yeah. They do they, it a little bit different. They'll actually have a Snickers commercial in the main, in the middle of the show. You know, involving their superstars. That's true. You had Montez Ford and like uh, Bianca Belair. That's we just bought one Snickers. What? Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Charlotte in the back. Hey, Cricket, Cricket Wireless is cool. <laughs> Take it from the queen. You think she was? That's that's what she was saying backstage. At Triple Mania. So Charlotte, well, let's let's address, let's just address it now. Charlotte mm-hmm. was backstage at uh, Triple Mania. Why, why would she be there? Well, I mean, we find, you know, we find out why. But, you know, her her fiancé, Andrade, mm-hmm. is uh, in the semi-main event. And uh, we find out later, you know, Rick joins Andrade in her corner, in his corner. So the one thing, though, that everyone was kind of mentioning is that she was scheduled to be at a WWE sh- like house show in Charlotte, and on it, Sunday. Well, no, no, she wasn't scheduled. Let me rephrase that. Mm-hmm. She was advertised to be there, leading uh. up to the show, and she was given the day off. So there's some speculation of WWE just kept promoting her, kept promoting her, and they knew she wasn't going to be there. Mm-hmm. And you got to sell tickets, though, dog. Yeah. Well, Vince is struggling for cash now. I mean, oh my goodness, right? Yeah. I mean, all these wrestlers he has to pay. All, what, 12 of them he has on? Anyways, the Triple Mania Rumble. Um... You know, this is, at this point, uh, right after the package, I was like, wow. And then all the announcements happening and stuff. This is really coming off very uh, New Japan-ish. Like, like New Japan light. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I know I'm, I'm a mean. fan. I'm a yeah. fan. It was fun, yeah. Uh, we kick it off with, uh, what was it, Mestizies Jr.? That's really, really close. Mestizies Jr. Mestizies Jr. with baby and, Mestizies. Oh, my God. He does that insane Michael Jackson. Uh, um, no, that was, King. that was, yeah. That was like, like this is your kingdom, baby yeah. Mestizies. Mestizies Jr. Was, Jr. And that baby had to have been like uh, two years old, one year old. Yeah, no, it was because it, it was, it was like, between newborn and one. It was, it was no. <laughs> there's a mask over it, but yeah. it's funny. There's a mask over the baby, but it's just got like cute, like pink top with like blue 
like baby pants. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, mom dressed him and then dad slapped the mask on him. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Mom, yeah, yeah, they're like, no, you're not dressing our kid up. And once he got to the arena, he's just like, Thump. <laughs> yeah, holding the baby up like Simba. This is your kingdom. Um, so, and the, oh, and then Carta Brava Jr. came out uh, as number two in the in the Rumble. Uh, mm -hmm. Every 45 seconds, another competitor comes out to the ring. So I believe Carta came down with a mask to pay tribute to Super Porky. Mm -hmm. um, because that was kind of the ongoing theme throughout the night. Yes. Um, so first off, we get the first introduction to Mr. Big Buff, I Should Be a Wrestler Referee. Mm -hmm. I don't know this guy's name. Hijo de Tirantes. His dad was the original Tirantes. So Tirantes translated is suspenders. So like Mr. Red Shoes in Japan, we have Mr. Red Suspenders, a.k.a. Hijo de Tirantes. Well, you know Red Shoes Kid does? Wrestles. See? see yeah. Got to be better than Perry. Got to be better than Perry. Shooter wrestles. This suspenders guy... He's just kind of an asshole in some match. <laughs> oh my god, we'll get them. We'll get but them. no, in this match, he's like being cheered. You know what I mean? Yeah, like no, and he's calling it down the middle in this match. I mean, down the you know fourteen different dividing ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so Carta Brava Junior. and Mestices Junior. Uh, both Juniors go at it. Uh, the... Did you know that Mestices actually got his name given to him by the original La Parca? Is so was this? In, this wasn't Sin Cara, was it? Uh, uh No, because that mask just looked a lot like Sin Cara's mask. Oh, okay. I know what you're saying. No, it, it wasn't. No, he goes by something else. What was it? Oh, my God. But it is like something like that. It's uh, something similar to Sin Cara. Yeah. Uh, so first off, <clears throat> it's okay to have a rumble. It's okay to have a 10 count. But I suggest not making the 10 count of your rumble sound like a cheap alarm clock. <laughs> Because it was just like, eh, yes. eh. yeah, yeah. It, it was just like somebody needed a sound effect. They're like, "What do we do?" Oh, hold on. <laughs> okay, I, I recorded it once. Let's just keep using that loop. Yeah. Oh my! It was it, it was bad. <clears throat> yeah, but you know what was good? What was that? Is that it was over the top rope, count, uh, three count or submission. The, uh, and I think DQ, you could get eliminated by disqualification. I think. Well, but, nobody you know, got DQ. They, they kind of ignore the DQ thing altogether. But it was pinfall or submission and over the top rope. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that was cool. I did like that aspect of it. Uh, number three, it, was it Aramis? Aramis. Aramis. Yes. Aramis. Aramis yeah. um, takes both guys down. That's the thing about this rumble is like one guy. Uh, we're going to have a little commercial break with my TV behind me good little edit break you know what i mean nice <laughs> one guy would come into the ring yeah one guy would come into the ring and get his moves off like knock everyone down and then the next person would come out they would knock everyone down you know until eventually we got to the final four or whatever so it was kind of like that ongoing theme throughout the match mm -hmm. uh aramis uh takes out both men looks pretty good we have an airplane power bomb to miss the seas uh, and then number four, Tito Santana. Oh, my God. What? He's back. He's what? back. Oh, wait, that's not Tito Santana. No, that's Tito Santana. I mean, it's Tito Santana, but it's not Tito Santana. Right. Not that Tito Santana. Mm -hmm. uh, but a guy named Tito Santana, uh, a partner to Carta Brava, you know, looking very uh, La Shieldish. 
mm-hmm. or Elf Shieldish, um, come out to the ring. So they come out to the ring, and then he's the partner, like I said, to Carta Brava. They take out both luchas in the ring. Number five, Drago comes out. Uh, Drago in the house. He, Drago's in the house. I, I mean, I've I've like I used to like Drago when wasn't he on Lucha Underground? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a cool look. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Oh my God! The biggest sigh of the night. What was that? Uh, Nino Hamburguesa. The, the, the biggest sigh of the night. This is my pick to win the match. Mm. Nino Hamburguesa. He's gonna Man. win this. Dude, no. that, you know that's Kid Hamburger, right? I, I know it's Kid Hamburger. It a, oh my God. <laughs> well, you know what? Super Porky. Super Porky. Nino Hamburguesa. He I is, think the Super Porky thing is a WWE thing. No. I think it might be. Hold on, let me trust my computer. They were calling him Super Porky all night, and everyone was referring to him as Super Porky. I mean, I know he went by different names. Yeah. He went, no, because he, he, originally he's uh, Brazo de Plata, so shoulder of platinum. But uh, let me see. I thought I saw it somewhere. Okay, maybe we'll get to it. Let's continue, and then we'll find it later. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought I may have read somewhere that it said that during his run at WWF, they changed his name to Super Porky because we know how yeah. awesome uh, Vince McMahon is at branding. Yeah. And well, Nino Hamburguesa, I mean, like. Ah, here we go. Yeah, here we go. Uh, Plata was hired by the World Wrestling Entertainment, WWE, in 2005 as part of the SmackDown brand short lived juniors division. Plata was billed as Super Porky a paired, uh, and paired up with the minis of juniors division. But that's Plata, when, so the, that's when they ahead. did a, a partnership, right? With, was it CML or AAA? Right. It doesn't mention it here, but it, it if he wrestled for a triple A the, the year after or no, the same year, 2016, then, yeah, that was probably during the partnership. Yeah. Um, wait, 2016. I mean, 2006. Sorry. 2006. Yeah. 2006. OK, well, Super Porky was wrestling like far before that in Mexico. Let's see, uh, during like, this period of time, he was nicknamed Super Porky as a reference to his weight. And this was at CMLL in 1993. You are correct, my friend. Mama said, a little, knock you out. A little bit of research Mama does. Knock you out. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> okay. But honestly, Nino Hamburguesa, I mean, he, he fills the comedy void. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's okay, got but little... you know, it, his name is just something that bothers me. Same thing with the rap. You know, when they call yourself young or little, eventually you're going to be a 40-year-old rapper and you're not longer young or little. I mean, yeah. Young Bucks. You know what no, I mean? They better they better change their name to the Bucks soon. The 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 Bucks. The, what, what are they? They're like in the early thirties. Where are they from again? Um, uh, Rancho from Rancho China. Cucamonga, I think. Rancho Cucamonga. Rancho Cucamonga Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cucamonga Bucks. Cucamonga yeah. Bucks. Uh, Nino makes easy work of everybody in the ring. Then number seven is was it Mucho Cota Junior? Mm-hmm. Uh, which. I think is so. I believe he's the third member to La Shield. I think he's like the Dean Ambrose yeah. of La Shield. Uh, La, La Shield translated in Spanish is Poder del Norte. Yes. La so, you know, Norte. the Northern Power. I don't know if it means Northern Crossing the Border or Northern Mexico. Or... Oh, is that? Oh, are these the Border Patrol guys? No, no, no. There's the clown that's a Border Patrol clown. He's actually Border Clown. That's why I think I got him confused. So is the clown, the like, was he like Kurt Angle when Kurt Angle joined the Shield? Okay. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Um, Did you see his mask? 
which one? We'll get there. Uh, yeah, we'll get there. Uh, Mocha Car uh, Kota runs wild like a lunatic friend she is. Um, then we have, I believe, was it La Parca Jr. and La Parca ne Negra. La Parca Negra and someone else, Superfly. Superfly, that's correct. Superfly, I like the name. Um, come out to the ring and they're for to beat up on people. Well, according to the announcers, they have beef with Drago. I gotcha. If I caught that right. Gotcha. Uh, number eight, Mr. Mister Iguana. Um, Darby Iguana. Which I believe he's the great, great, great grandnephew of Luchasaurus. Um, <laughs> that would make so much sense. I mean, that's just what I'm making up. But I like that storyline. You know, I'd like them to see each other and be like, grandfather you know yeah you think this is an american kid that's like that has plans of doing that no <laughs> i mean i have no idea um i should have well mean, there has to be a reason why such a lame gimmick was picked but hey i thought luchasaurus was a lame gimmick until i saw that guy wrestle and i was like <laughs> i'll call you whatever you want yeah no i i mean i i saw luchasaurus i mean i still remember the time when i went backstage at a show and someone who's walking me through the back and i just see luchasaurus doing push-ups on the stairs like upwards <laughs> just like <laughs> I'm like, excuse me, Mr. Luchasaurus, Mr. E G U A Iguana Luchador. Okay, so Mr. Iguana is so. Oh, he was born in Mexico. Hmm, so, okay, but nonetheless, he went by Mr. Iguana or El Iguana. So let's see. Uh, Aramis hits a crossbody on La Parca Negra to the outside and eliminates himself. Almost kills himself, too, in the which, process. Which makes sense to me. Now, remember that time, I think it was like in the, was it 93 Rumble or 92 Rumble, when one of the luchadors from CMLL like eliminated themselves like that? Mm -hmm. Makes more sense now. It's just something luchadors do. They're just like, I don't care. I'm not going to win this match. I'm just going to hit my crossbody and leave. Yeah. So yeah. Get my paycheck. Or it's a, it's a machismo thing. I don't care about winning. I just want to kick your ass. Yeah. Uh, speaking of machismo, number nine, Pimpinella Escalera or Escal Escalata. Escal I didn't guess the last name. Yeah, Hold Pimpinella. on, Pimpinella. Written down somewhere. You community. know Pimpinella. Uh, no, I just got Pimpinella. Uh, Pimpinella or Hamburguesa and Iguana eliminate two members of La Shield, uh, Cota Jr. and Tito Santana. Uh, that's when I my pick Hamburguesa is eliminated by Carta Brava Jr. So. That's, I guess that's it for Nino Hamburguesa. Viano the third junior, number 10, comes out to the ring. And Pimpinella and Viano go back and forth. Number 11, was it Mamba? Who was number 11? Yeah, yeah, we got Mamba coming in at number 11. Oh, and Mamba was another. Meantime, was, uh, fuck. I should get the technical, what are they called? Argenis. What are you talking about? It, oh, no, the... Um, like Pimpinella. It's like... Uh, it, exoticos. Exoticos, yes. I, I don't want... What if Mambo was just like a real woman and I just called her an exotic? <laughs> no, no, I no. I don't think... think yeah. I, no, I think the announcer actually said, hey, Mambo comes out and that's, you know, part of our exoticos uh, lineup or whatever. Uh, yeah, uh, but her and Pimpinella, I guess, I guess, have a rivalry. It shows later mm -hmm. in the match. Yeah, and in the meantime, we have Octagon Junior showing up. Yeah, trying to talk some smack on the commentary. He's just like, yeah, Ugh. but he was like, no, 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 I'm just here to hang out. I don't want no beef, you know, enjoying a good time. It's a, uh, you know, 
triple mania and all that you know we're hanging out i'm in my full gear i'm just hanging out man <laughs> yeah. i'm not yeah. here to do any wait wait what'd he say what <laughs> Yeah, that's right. He didn't say anything. Right. I like Viano 3. He's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? What'd you say, Viano? <laughs> um, so apparently, so then Octagon and Viano are fighting up the ramp. Viano, uh, he was tripped on the top rope and eliminated by Carta Brava Jr. Pimpinella gives Mamba a leg scissors to eliminate them both. Um, the final four, Mr. Iguana, Carta Brava Jr., Mr. Seas Jr., and was it Argonus? Argenis. Argenis. I, I, I always mess up on the soft G's and J's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Argenis gives Mr. C's a Spanish fly to the outside, eliminating them both. Final four. You can make it here. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then the last two of the match are Mr. Iguana and Carta Brava Jr. And I thought, I thought this was going to be booked like a serious thing, but no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mr. Iguana is excited to be one of the final two, but Brava makes quick work of the reptile and gives him a really cool reverse. Like It was like a jumping, twisting figure, reverse figure four. Mm-hmm. You know and it, looked like, it looked vicious. It looked like it hurt. Like, he jumped into it, and this message mm-hmm. is sponsored by whatever is playing behind me. <laughs> yes. Take two. I'm just going to keep going. I'm, yeah, you know. do it. Barrel through it. Just uh, like these luchadors did. Exactly. But uh, but uses, uh, the Mr. Iguana uses his, because Mr. Iguana has this, like, stuffed iguana that he bites the entire match. It looks uncomfortable. It does. Like, eventually you're probably oh, just like, God. lizard. Ah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you better have a good dental plan. Yeah, and um, then there was that one spot where one of the um, exoticos went for the, the bite on the same lizard. And he was like, ooh, what are we doing? We're biting the same lizard. Well, yeah. Mr. Iguana doesn't. He didn't consent to that. So <laughs> that's okay, Mr. Iguana. That's fine. <laughs> You're totally right. You're totally um, right. He uses his toy to break free from the that reverse figure four. Carta gives uh, this guy everything, a powerbomb into a double underhook slam, uh, that cool figure four leg lock, but Iguana isn't going down and, in fact, pops up after being knocked down several times and hits a spinning bulldog and pins Carta Brava Jr. It's because Darby Allen is under the makeup. Yo, come on. <laughs> no, you know what it is? He's just as over as Darby Allen. Like, he's just yeah. in the rafters like, it's Mr. Iguana! It's Mr. Iguana! <laughs> <laughs> he's just up there with his, like, stuffed animal, like, uh, yeah. he's, <laughs> he's got chess man next to him. <laughs> chess, chess man. Just oh, like, yeah, I, yeah. I was expecting chess man to say it's his scream Cobra at any minute. <laughs> oh, I'll get there. Uh, so, so I was really confused by this. Mm-hmm. So after the Mr. Iguana won, the official winner was Mr. Iguana. Mm-hmm. Um, congrats. We congrats, Mr. Iguana. You deserve that. Or he you won earned the Copa, it. the Copa of Brawl or something. He, yeah. It was a legit cup, right? The Brawl for All, yeah. I don't yeah. know what it was called. Uh, but then the 10-second really annoying counter goes off again. And I was like, this is not fair. <laughs> if, if someone comes out and eliminates Mr. Iguana, I'm going to be pissed. Mm-hmm. Um, but these, uh, maybe you can help me out because I, I didn't go back and write their names. Uh, was it Sanson? Sazon, Cuartero, and, and Forastero. So all three of these men come out in full suits and ties. 
why are they here? Why are they being down on Mystery Guan? They're, they're invading, man. They're like NWO. Are they like... Because I Okay, so eventually uh, La Empresa comes out to the ring. Okay, well, before all that... Um, well, did the Empresa come out first? Or they, okay. did they do the beatdown first? I said, so this is my notes. Why are they here? These three men beat down on Iguana. They hit a cool neckbreaker, backdrop, cutter combo to Iguana. Uh, these men are going full nexus on the ring crew, beating the hell out of everybody. WTF is going on. Oh, shit. LaShield is back out. You know, so LaShield. Okay, before that. What? We get a promo from Sazon, uh, well, exactly, Cuartero, yeah. and Forastero. Okay. We get the promo first. So. It makes me laugh. These mediocre wrestlers who are denigrating Lucha by using tables. Wrestlers with women. Okay. Who, who told them this was wrestling? That's why NGD is here to bring order. Oh, NGD. Ooh. Okay, yeah. so, so they're, uh, they're Cornette. Nueva they're Generacion just... Dinamita. So a new generation dynamite. I guess there was an old generation dynamite. Okay. Because they talk about it a little bit later. Second guy comes up to the mic. Like my cousin said, we're sick and tired, frustrated with wrestlers. I mean, pseudo wrestlers like this guy. You know, the guy that just beat down. Mr. Iguana's like, hey, <laughs> I still get paid, right? I'm still the winner. Okay. And then check this one out. I think he broke kayfabe. Pure clowns in AAA. That's yeah. why the NGD, like my father and my uncles, here in AAA, demonstrated the real lucha. Yeah. Okay. The last guy gets on. Because the dinamita, the dynamite, is, is not of many words. Well, really? I just spent like 10 minutes translating this shit. <laughs> Simply, we act, and AAA will convert into the territory of the dynamite. Whoa. Is this, are the NGT all elite? Is that what they're saying? What is going on here? They're like Bullet Club, NWO. But it's kind of weird how they're using the word dynamite. I mean, like I get, I, I get it's a different company and all that. And but you have a show with Kenny Omega on it and Andrade, mm -hmm. who both work for AEW, which mm -hmm. has a show called Dynamite. Okay, that that it strikes might, me as odd. Yeah, might be a little bit. Well, uh, it it sounds but, like this is the hey. new generation Dynamite. So there might have been a generation Dynamite back in the day. No, like, you yeah, know, the oh, dude yeah, said yeah, his yeah, uncles yeah. and his cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes me yeah, that makes more sense. Um, but you know, like I said, just the coincidence, I guess, with Kenny and Andrade being there, right? Um, so or you know what, they could have been called something else, these people, mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the founders, and then these are the kids of those founders, and they just call themselves the new generation dynamite, you know what I mean? Not, not referring or using the same name as the founders, yeah. But they're actually doing what you're saying. They say, you know, a little bit of a dig at dynamite or a little bit of a poking the bear. You know, hey, hey, look at us. Yeah. Uh, so that's when I said La Shield comes out to the ring. We have, oh, a, the we have a six man brawl. Uh, then uh, that's when La Empresa comes out, the team of, um, I believe, I know Sam Adonis is in the group, but I didn't get there. I wrote them later. Let's see. Let me get, I wrote them later too. Let me get my notes. I'm going through it. So it was before the Andrade match. The Puma was, uh, King and uh -huh. and Sam Adon DMT Azul. Mm -hmm. And Puma King, come on. But then they give um, the other three luchas, like La Empresa shirts, like to join them. And they were all yeah. posing with them. So are they part of La Empresa now? Are they not? 
the the well, it looks like the bigger crew is La Empresa. Yeah. And they are a subgroup. Um NWY, if you will. Okay. They're just like <laughs> they're like, I guess like if the sh- like when the shield was like the actual shield was working for what it was like like uh Triple H and Stephanie, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. Like a yeah, subgroup. That would be. Mm-hmm. And uh loosely uh translated La Empresa translates to the enterprise. Or, okay. you know, like a business or that's, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, that's when uh the god i keep saying the shield but what was their no, name no go ahead we know who that is uh, la shield <laughs> comes out or they're they're taken out they're being choked out with the t-shirts and then they like go to commercial break or at least the feed i got has a commercial break and he just cuts back and they're just like all right guys later have a no, good night dude, everybody be- okay i must have watched it out before they put it in the commercials where well, i watched it in two or three parts right but okay. before they put the commercials in um, for some re- reason, the baby shield after they got beat up, and then La Empresa and uh, New World Order left. Yeah, they were like standing on the, on the, uh, on the corners, like almost celebrating. Oh yeah, say so, hey everybody, <laughs> we did it. Well, that's what it looked like when they were leaving. Like they looked like I'm like, I'm like you guys are looking like Lex Luger and at like SummerSlam was it '92? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like winning against Yokozuna being count out in a WWE title match. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, guys, we did it. Woo. They're not here anymore. It's like, well, yeah, they decided to leave. Yeah. No, but then after we come back from break, they get ass kicked again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we go on to our title for title match. The Rea Re- de Reina's uh, title versus the Impact Knockouts title. Uh, Diana Perrazzo versus Fabi Apache. Um you know, Apache, bro. Apache. Apache. No, I'm kidding. Apache. <laughs> uh, this is uh, the Lady Apache, or Fabi Apache is the daughter of, was it, what's his name? Ch- something Apache. Apache yeah, Chief? No. Uh, Apache Chief is Justice League. Damn it. Um, but yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. Uh, El Apache. Hmm. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so title for title. Um, this was a decent match with two absolute professionals. Um, and uh, El Hijo de Tirantes is showing his true colors in this, in this match. Mr. Buff Ref, Mr. Buff Suspenders. Okay. This guy, he's getting on my, he, this match. I'm like, I don't know what he has against Fabi Apache, mm-hmm. but man, he's an asshole in this match. <laughs> I'm just yeah. causing it like I sees it. Um, so like I said, this was a good match between absolute professionals and just to think Charlotte being backstage and to see these three women to like, you know what I mean? To see them converse before the match. Like I'm sure they did, you know, I'm sure Charlotte went up to both of them and talked to them. And I just want to hear like their conversations about the match beforehand. Like, Hey, so, you know, what are you guys trying to do out there? What's, what's the plan? Exactly. Uh, The referee's going to be a fucking douchebag, Danny Davis style. And we're yeah. going to do a whole lot of nothing. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so they, uh, this match starts. These two women go back and forth, exchanging maneuvers and running tackles. Lady Maraval- Villa? Maria. Is it Maria? Maravilla. No, wait. I, I didn't catch the uh, the other girl's name. So she accompanied, uh, was it Maravilla? Yeah, Maravilla. She's the one who played oh. um, uh, Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel, yeah. Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gets some strikes on Fabi Apache when the ref's back is turned, which I don't really know why she waited till the ref's back was turned. When we find out later that the ref is just not fair. 
Uh, Deanna, <laughs> He's not a good guy. Deanna has control with help of her uh, her side person, Lady Maravella. Uh, when Patchy begins her comeback, the ref uh, keeps stopping Fabi every every chance he gets when she gets a comeback. Uh, every time she gets, continues to strike Deanna, he would like grab her arm and push her back. It's mm-hmm. it's not even like just slow counts. It's like yeah. blatant heel ref. Well, do you, um, I don't know if you're familiar, but in Mexico, there's uh, the, you. It, it's a normal thing to have a rudo ref. It's a normal thing to have two refs, one that calls it down the middle, and the other one that's the heel. Yeah, in the same match, you know, counting the same pinfalls. So it, it's not out of the ordinary. Does it suck? Yes, but it, it's a regular happening out there. Maybe I just want to know why, like he's doing this to her. Like he's is he just an ass? Like he's just like, <laughs> yeah, like, that, that's the whole thing. Just some I'm referees are just bad guys, and they do bad things. Like it kind of makes sense in the like I could kind of make a story up, and I did for like the Kenny Omega match. You know, like mm-hmm. okay, maybe he wants Kenny Omega to win because he wants Kenny Omega to be champion, and yeah. he brings more money. He has, a th- he has a thing sure about his own one. people. He's a self loather. <sighs> I don't know. But anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's never explained and we don't know why. Well, it's tradition, apparently. Fabi gets the, hits the Crusader on Deanna, and that's when the ref pulls Deanna uh, to the ropes. Uh, we have three Germans to Apache, or yeah, to Fabi Apache, followed by a kick out. Double underhook slam to Deanna, and Fabi gets on the top rope and gives the ref a Hurricane Rana. Uh, the ref gets up and tries to strike her because heel ref a uh, quick pile driver to fabi by diana she locks in the venus de milo and gets the verbal submission and uh she is now the reina del reyes champion dual champion dual yeah. champion yeah so she is now the female belt collector uh diana perrazzo she's kind of making um kind of making uh moves in different promotions now like she was in nxt she left and now she's in impact Won the Impact Knockouts Champion, now in AAA, won their title. The countdown begins when we're going to see her on Wednesday night or... Or on NWA. Yeah. You know, NWA Power or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know, even when things open up more, will we see her... I know it's a completely different type of wrestling, but stardom, you know? Mm. Like, I know it's not different, but, you know, they have... It will be difficult. It'll be a little little different. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, new double champ and we move on to the next match, the three way tag team match for the AAA tag team titles, uh, Lucha brothers defending their titles against Laredo kid and El Hio del Vikingo and what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. And, uh, versus Taurus and Brian cage. So, um, okay. Let me say this right off the bat. Two things. That Joker Penta outfit is dope as hell. He's been Number wearing it a lot though lately. He's know, getting his. It's cool. He's getting his money's worth out of it. I'll say that. Yeah, because you know he paid a good five racks for that. Yeah. Um, another thing. At the beginning of this, I thought Brian Cage and uh, Taurus was a mixed match and it was going to make the, the match horrible. Really? You, you know what? So? It actually added a different dimension to just the regular standard high flyer match. Sometimes the bigger guys can't work with the the little the smaller guys yeah. or the you know the guys that are fast and stuff they make you know they boggle the speed and the action these two guys hung in there and they were you know move for move even though the moves are a, you know a different set yeah. really cool really cool match 
No, no. I th- I thought both both men looked really good in this match. And I mean, Brian Cage. This is not his first go around. No, he was Leyenda America. Yeah, exactly. I mean, or, or one of those guys. That's and uh, he, uh, no, he was Thanos. He was okay. But no, but I'm saying like not his first go in AAA in general or in Lucha Libre. Mm-hmm. Like he mm-hmm. worked. I think he worked Lucha Underground for a bit. He worked. Yeah, and then uh, uh, Tina let him out for a while. And, I mean, Impact. He, you know, he's worked Lucha before, and I think he's trained yeah. Lucha. So. You know, uh, good on him. It's good to see him. Uh, and it's, that's the thing about the entire night. It's good to see a lot of these guys wrestle different styles, even compared to wrestling in AEW. You know, yeah. like you see these guys like Brian Cage, Andrade, uh, Kenny Omega, who are wrestling a little differently than they would wrestle on AEW. Yeah, totally. I mean, and it same goes with like Japan. Like you're never going to get the Kenny Omega that was in Japan in the United States. In yeah. Mexico, yeah. and vice versa. You're never going to get the same the same guy. Exactly. Uh, so I thought this was my match of the night, I'll be honest. Uh, I mean, I'm partial to multi-man matches, but mm-hmm. all the men in this match, including the big men, looked really good and worked fast and didn't slow down. Yeah, and the we don't watch Lucha very often, and I know Chris Jericho frowned upon this when, um, when AEW was first getting off the ground, but the no-tag rule... It, it just you know it speeds things up and it makes it fun. Uh, three guys in or six guys in in it's impossible to take notes though, dude. Or, yeah, it's it, like there's it's no like, oh, he there's hit no a move. Way. Now he hit a move. Now he hit a move. Now he hit a move. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like uh, when like taking notes on it, I'm like doing my first podcast ever. I'm like he hit a move. <laughs> Pile driver. He hit a DDT. One two three. <laughs> uh, but no, I know I I know what you mean. It does make it go a little faster and more fun. Um, one thing it's lacking is the hot tag, but you know what? When the match is hot, you don't need the hot tag. Uh, so Vikingo and Laredo Kid come out to like kind of like a medieval Game of Thrones themes. Uh, Hugo Savinicich or whatever his last name is. Sorry, <laughs> he was, just call him Hugo. He, what, Hugo is screaming for Penta on the microphone. It's mm-hmm. the most annoying thing ever. Uh, Lucha Brothers are incredibly over in AAA, more so like than anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, so three men in this ring at once, and uh, the match breaks down into into a six way like within seconds. Uh, Laredo Kid looking good, taking on both Brian Cage and Taurus by himself. Penta hits a series of sling blades to Laredo Kid, which is a move like I said earlier. Like even Penta is working differently than he would work in AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks lighter, right? You think so? Like I think he looks light. He doesn't look heavier. Here in AAA, he looks lighter. Oh, like he can fly around more. Yeah, yeah. No, he just looks it. It's not like he's actually lost weight. No, it's his pace. His yeah. pace changes in Mexico as opposed to in the United States. Yeah. Um, there was a cool spot where Vikingo catches Taurus, uh, hits him backwards for a German suplex out of mid- in the midair. Vikingo and Laredo Kid clean the ring. Uh, both men hit flying maneuvers to the outside. Vikingo slams Phoenix to into Taurus, but both Laredo Kid and Vikingo take turns hitting swantons to the stacked men on the outside. Cool. Um, we eventually get an assisted cutter to Vikingo by the Lucha Brothers. Uh, Phoenix goes for the top rope, but Laredo Kid pops up, hits a Hurricane Rana. F5 to Laredo Kid by Brian Cage. Yeah, I don't want to say it again, but Ray Phoenix is effing amazing. 
that's the that that's the one person I was kind of let down on this match. Like, really, like, I, he's amazing, dude, I, but like I've seen matches like in PWG where he's just like, oh my god, he's yeah, yeah. incredible. Well, I mean, you know, look at all these guys are because this kid Vikingo, he's a badass too. Yeah, no, I really that's the thing too. So this was a fun match. Okay, so Penta gets the pin on Vikingo um, after the Lucha Brothers hit their it was like an assisted butterfly tombstone. Mm, um, this looked great. Uh, yeah. No, definitely. I thought Laredo Kid and Vikingo like had like controlled most of this match, like a hundred, like okay. most I of can, the match. I, can, I, can I yeah. saw them just taking over uh, most of the match. Even like Brian Cage and Taurus and Lucha Brothers, they didn't get as much offense as Vikingo and uh, and Laredo Kid. Yeah, and anybody that goes, oh, this is just a spot monkey match. Well, dude, you know it's called Lucha. It's yeah. not. You know, it's called struggle. Okay, yeah. it needs to be a struggle. No, I know no, no, no. this is l- l- Lucha, brother. There's supposed to be spot monkeys everywhere. So then, That's the point. Uh, yeah, no. So, so like I said, Penta gets the pin and retains the AAA tag team titles. Um, and uh, bring your brothers. kids to work night continues as uh, the Lucha kids come out. Was it? Those were Phoenix. That was like Phoenix's daughter, right? The little one. Yeah, that was hugging. Uh, no, I thought it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Phoenix just thought the, hugged them in the corner. Yeah, because okay, just the way I saw it, like she came out and she hugged Penta, and it was kind of like a, oh hey, and then she yeah, yeah. he was like, go go to Phoenix, and then when she hugged Phoenix, she was like crying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, I was like, oh yeah. yeah. But then the other girls came out, and those are definitely Penta's daughters. <laughs> Penta's like had them a little earlier in life, you know. It's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're they're a little older. They're like when they're like fifteen, sixteen. Okay, so we get an AEW mini recap, and that recap really didn't say much of anything. Uh, yeah, so it was just kind of like uh, um, them and AEW, Andrade and Conan and uh, Don Callis all just kind of going back and forth. And I, what I loved about it is because you know AEW sent in this whole promo, but this was like chopped up to bits. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It was like, well, he better learn, and it would cut to another post. I'd be like, well, he, he's going <laughs> to learn. Yeah. So, uh, I thought that was funny, but then it cuts backstage at Triple Mania with uh, Conan mm-hmm. knocking on the door of Andrade, and I mean, I believe, hey, hey, what's up, Andrade? I'm ready for the new champ. Listen, I have an idea for tonight, Andrade. I'm always ready. I have news for you. I don't want you in my corner, Conan. But I was going to help you, Andrade. Yes, Carlos. I know, but I have a person that's very important to me. Conan, hey, can you imagine he called him Carlos? Uh, Conan, who's more important than me? Andrade, chill. Business is business. Tranquilo. Uh-huh. But this one. person is more important than you. Who gets more important than me? Who's more important? And then the door slams. And then Kenny's and like in the room, like across from him. Dude, it's like four steps. <laughs> Conan's like, he's like, oh, okay. Hey, Kenny. <laughs> I mean, you know, he knocks on his door. He's like, you know, I got I got an opportunity for you. And Kenny's like, an opportunity, huh? I heard the whole conversation you just had. Sounds great. I I, I was hoping Kenny would eventually just get the help of the Incredible Bulk. But no, we don't. Mm -hmm. El Furioso. Uh, Six person, no DQ, trios match. Uh, La Empresa, Sam Adonis, DMT Azul, and Puma King. Versus funny DMT uh, Azul. 
he has a diamond on his forehead. Uh, diamond in Spanish is called diamante. So DMT, DMT, diamante. I thought DMT was like a drug, isn't it? Probably too. Isn't yeah, DMT like, like a. You snort a little crystal that looks like a diamond? I'm, I'm going to see hmm. what it is now because I didn't get to search it up. DMT meaning. So, uh, yeah, it's some sort of amphetamine. DMT Azul uh, versus Begano, Chessman, and Murder Clown. So Border Border Clown. No, it's Murder Clown. Yo, is it? Yeah, it's Murder Clown. <laughs> I thought I heard that guy say Border Town like a hundred no, times. Murder Clown. Like, he looks like a Border Patrol. <laughs> I was always wondering where he got Border Clown from. I was trying to figure I, out. I really thought he was a Border Patrol Clown. Uh, like, no, he fucking t- he turns and joins La Shield. <laughs> uh, so, like I said, six person, no DQ, tag team warfare match. Okay, so the story here is that uh, WCW is being represented by Pagano, Chessman, and Murder Clown. <laughs> Meanwhile, the invading uh, NWO, a.k.a. Uh, what do these call Impresa. They're being uh, yeah. represented by Puma King, Sam Adonis, and DMT Azul. Yeah. So that's, you know, Sam in reference Ad- to. Sam Adonis is just like the biggest fucking heel man like he was like the trump guy he had trump on his like uh, trunks before he did Mm. it in mexico so i'll give him credit for that like because that's like ultimate heel heat um Mm -hmm. it's not like he was here in america like uh, with lack of better term pussyfooting around you know what i mean yeah like in like a promotion in uh, you know the pacific northwest no he was in mexico with the trunk trump on his trunk so Mm -hmm. not a trump supporter but for the heel heat, sure, go you do your he's, thing. He's totally like the uh, the triple A version of uh, Rick Rude, right? Yeah, exactly. Because um, today he was trolling, he was trolling triple A with the triple A tights. And you know who whose brother this is, right? No, who's it? This is Corey Graves' brother. What really? Yeah, so this is Corey cool. Graves' brother. All right. Uh, so. Let's see. So a big part of the story is the growing tensions between La Empresa and AAA owner Marcela Peña with, mm-hmm. you know, Sam Adonis screaming in her face. I think he wants to marry her. I think he has a crush on her. I'm not. He said something about all the girls. Like, like, kiss all the me. Chica, something, something. Kiss all the me. chicas. Yeah. I was like, oh, look at this guy. Uh, so some reason. So the camera kept doing this all night where the camera would do laps around the ring like in mm-hmm. one shot. It was annoying. It was, yeah. Um, there was like because there was some no, points... and the, and then the commercials, like the, where they would and the uh, camera cuts. That. Yeah, no, the camera cuts, and then when they would go full, you know, venue screen, so you can see the three commercial screens. Yeah, exactly. You know the billboard, the billboards, pretty much. Uh, uh, the match begins when Adonis and Chessman. Uh, so okay, Chessman. Okay, <laughs> he looks like a combination of <laughs> it. <laughs> It's like if your aunt, your single aunt, you know, who just freshly it, dyed her hair red. And she was a fan of G.I. Joe back in the 80s. She has short hair, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, she wants to be, she wants to play Sting. <laughs> so she paints her face like Sting because she's got the makeup. But then mm-hmm. she finds this outfit. It's like a Cobra Commander onesie. And she wear. dude, this guy has Sting face paint. With Cobra Commander logo on his tights, it's, it's like what Cobra wears as as uh, and, pajamas and bright red hair. That what is day. up with this guy? Like I just kept calling him stung in my like in my nose because <laughs> that's what he looked. He looked like he was just <laughs> like stung and swollen. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say that. So, um, 
something in my bones tells me half these guys are American. Am I right? No. No, I don't think so. The clowns uh, aren't for sure. Okay. okay. Well, and, the clown is. No. He has to be. No, Pagano? He came off very American. Pagano? The, uh, the murder clown. Well, there was murder clown, and then there was Pagano, who was also a clown. Oh, you're right. Okay, so Pagano, I don't know, could go either way. Chessman is definitely American. <laughs> Chessman is just Bruce. So far, Pagano. It's what he's doing. No, I got a great idea. Uh, so uh, the, the clowns begin to work on Adonis. Pagano hits a power bomb to Adonis, and Chessman just waits in the corner with a cookie sheet in hand, uh, mm. never doing anything with it. Hey, you know what? Uh, DMT Azul might be uh, one of those uh, border Mexicans. You know, lives in San Diego. Yeah. Goes to Mexico to wrestle. Hey, man, he, he had a good luck. I'll say that. Yeah, uh, but Murder Clown tried to hit a, the laziest 619 to DMT. Oh, uh, my God. He's going to wake up. He was like, oh. Uh, Puma King begins to use a chair on the clowns. This leaves uh, Murder and DMT in the ring. At one point, DMT tries to hit a swinging STO to Murder Clown. But, mm. okay, so Murder Clown reverses the, the maneuver only to just lay down and just pull DMT Azul on top of him for a yeah. pin. Yeah. <laughs> and the ref was just kind of like, oh, okay, one, two, three. Okay, two count, mm-hmm. two. Dose, sorry. Um, and then uh, everyone seemed confused, including myself. Yeah, but um, at this point, you know what? Adonis is looking like an unsung hero here. He's, he's yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like crazy. Man. Definitely looks better than Chessman and Murder Clown. 100%, yeah. They they were a good-looking team. I will give them that. They were a well-manicured team. La Impresa, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Sam Adonis, Puma King, and DMT Azul. They looked really good. Um, so I don't know why, but I started getting like these random thoughts of like, I want there to be a story of like chess man's origins, like him and Pimpinella <laughs> were like brothers growing up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, they both just like went through a bunch of crap and like, you know, they, but they started having like a rivalry. I don't mm. know. They were a tag one team chose, at first. One chose the wrong side of the tracks. The other one chose to express himself fully. Exactly. So... <laughs> Uh, they butted heads, and and now and, and now Chess Pimpin- Man was born, and now Pimpinella's training Nino Hamburguesa, who <laughs> oh my God. who who stung Chess, uh, aka Chess Man, is trying to lure to the dark side. We need to pitch this to HBO or a Showtime. No, wait, is is Heels on? No, it's on Stars. Stars, yeah, yeah. We, we should totally pitch it to HBO and Showtime. Look, guys, yeah, or Galavision. We'll make it in Spanish. Fuck it. Um, so let's see. I don't know why. Okay. So, okay. That's when Pagano gets a staple gun out of like, out of nowhere, just pulls a staple yeah. gun out of nowhere and then uses it like twice. And then it's just like, okay, never mind. I'm just like, one time he put it on some dude's chest. He was like, Shh. I was like, okay. Oh, shit. I mean, <laughs> bet anything. There was no staples in it. You know 100%. I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, Pagano or so it goes for a Pascal outside of the ring. Uh, fat sting then puts, Adonis threw a table on the outside. Puma King. I, I was really, you know, kind of bored yeah. other than, you know, the Adonis stuff. And once the tables came out, I was like, oh, okay, well, here we go. Puma King and Murder Clown are left one-on-one in the ring. Uh, so for some reason, Stung, a.k.a. Chessman, and Pagano, teammates, mm-hmm. bump into each other. Barely. Not even. <laughs> like, like they just kind of like... Kinda like Whoa! Oh, hey, man! They brushed against each other, and then they, they started each swinging. Air. They started swinging at each other. I'm like, what? What is going on here? Why are you guys fighting each other? 
So they begin brawling back and forth, exchanging strikes. This allows Puma King to slam Stung into a table and DMT to slam Pagano into the ladder. Puma King hits a sit-down powerbomb um, to uh, Chess Man. And that's when the ref is just looking at him like, no, you're not the legal man. Uh, but then the ref just kind of stares off for a second. And then it's like, okay, never mind. And then counts the three count. Yeah. I'm like, someone smoked a little bit too much hash before the match. Okay. So uh, Puma King gets the pin on Chess Man. Uh, not a fan of the Murder Clown. Uh, he seems a little sloppy. Pagano looked decent. Uh, mm-hmm. But it seems like this match could have used a little bit more planning. Um, planning out some of the spots. Um, like the stapler spot was just kind of dropped. If you're going to have a hardcore match, have a hardcore match. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I think. So Okay. So after the match, we get a beat down. Eric Bischoff can't look. I mean, um, La Senora, uh, what's her name? Melissa? Marcella. 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 Can't look. And that's when we get the Samadonis little. She turns around. She's like, no. No. <laughs> selling. I'm the. I'm the something, something, something of the cheek guys. And I'm like, I would really wonder what he said. News. Anyway, DMT grabs a microphone and says, so that everyone knows La Empresa came to end this circus, a.k.a. another dig at the clowns, and all you, I'm just going to translate the trash when he talks about the people. And he says, Empresa runs this town, Mexico, the United States, and the world. Wow. A lot of impressive taking over, man. Well, okay. With the addition of uh, NGD, hell yeah. It was a match. Oh, yeah, well, that was a match. Yeah. It was I was kind of bored. Tables came out. I was like, oh, what's happening? And next we have uh, probably the most anticipated match of the night. Andrade El Idolo versus Kenny Omega, the Super Campion Mega Championship. Um, so... So both men come out to the ring. Okay, well, I, I have a question. Yeah. Since this is the Mega Campeonato, is there a world title that I'm not aware of? No, I think this is the... I thought this, this was is the, the title. world title? They just was... renamed it Mega Campeon, or is that just what it's always been? You got me, dude. Everybody out there in podcast land, let us know. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I think, Kenny, I think that's the main world title. Okay. Uh, both men come out to the ring. Kenny, accompanied by the recently heel turned K Dog. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Pump the brakes. Why is he coming out first? Oh yeah, I forgot. Oh, so the story of this match, the un—I mean, people probably know about the story, the backstage politics of the story. Andrade was supposed to win this match. I mean, uh, he was originally supposed to win this match. Uh, it was AEW's call to not have Kenny Omega lose another title. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess they wanted to build up. Like, I think there's a whole lot of moving parts. So mm-hmm. Hangman Page or Christian is going to face uh, Kenny Omega at the pay-per-view. Right. So they have to build up Christian. Hangman Page couldn't compete in Rampage. So they had Christian. Which is legit because I don't want them to blow their load so, too soon with, with this uh, Hangman Page stuff. Right. I need this to drag on at least for another eight months. At least. And so Christian Cage won the Impact title to build himself up against Kenny Omega at All Out. Which he won I don't, two titles. Yeah. It's like well, the, the WWE Unified title at certain points. It, it, it was reversed. I think they retired the TNA title like yesterday or something. Yeah, and like or recently no. they retired it. Well, yeah. Moose so brought it's now, it's, yeah. it's now one. Okay. Um, 
So then he won the title to build him up, and then they didn't AEW didn't want him to lose twice. I just think that's kind of a bummer for Andrade too. You know what I mean? Kind of like it is, this yeah. is the plan for a while, and now Christian. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know. Anyways, I I felt like if they're going to take the Impact title off him, they might as well take the Super Campion Mega title. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you know, that all things being equal, what I would love to see is a um, Andrade Miro fight for the TNT title. The TNT title, yeah. That would be, that'd be, that'd be yeah. really cool to see. Out comes Andrade looking suave as ever in a white suit and a black skull mask. Is that mask not sick as hell or what? Pretty cool. Uh, he looks like $1 million. Uh, Andrade mm-hmm. has a special podium for his gloves, his mask, and his tearaway suit jacket. Um, <laughs> I will say uh, this. Yeah. I hate when Andrade wrestles in suit pants. Yeah, no, I, don't I want like his him. wrestling gear. No, he needs the, the pull away. He looks uh, better. He looks better with the wrestling gear. He needs he, the Angel Garza pants. Do you remember when he debuted in NXT and he had the fedora with like the little feather? Mm-hmm. Oh, so any of like the suspenders? Yeah, he was like party boy, and then like Selena Vega, like like <laughs> I haven't heard that even. He, yeah, yeah, he he would like go out and like party all the time, and like be hung over. Mm-hmm. It's like what? But yeah, I didn't like him when he wrestled in pants. Then I don't like it now. No, he, when he when he started bringing the sombra mask and taking it off, and he had the wrestling gear. Yeah, he looked like that's the look. Fucking great, and he had the kind of like the wrestling jacket out to the ring, you know. Mm-hmm. With the fist on the knee pads. Yeah. That was really yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so Andrade's out there, and all of a sudden, we start hearing the theme from, what was it, uh, Space Odyssey, 2001 a Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ric Flair's music hits, and Ric Flair comes out to the ring. Nature oh, Boy himself. loses his left nut and both of his lungs. Oh, the Nature Boy! The Nature Eric Boy! Clay. Nature Boy is here! He's in the house! I'm like, mm. calm down, Hugo. Yeah, um, and so, and the announcers' mics are being pumped into the crowd. So can you imagine how the crowd's like? Oh. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I kind of like that. No, yeah, I dig it too. Because when but... I was a kid and I would watch wrestling, I'm like, oh, commentators, and I'd go to the show and I'm like, where? Where are the yeah. comment? Why can't I hear the commentators? They're like they don't. Like, I see them. Well, house shows didn't have them, but yeah. But yeah. when you go to main shows, you'd see them and be like, well, I can't hear you. Yeah. Who's next? Uh, one thing that struck me, which was kind of cool, is that Conan and Ric Flair were both WCW guys. Andrade, mm-hmm. a former WWE slash NXT guy, who was also signed to AEW. And then you have Kenny Omega, the former IWGP champion, former New Japan pro wrestler, who is now the AEW champion and AEW. You know what I mean? So you have yeah. all these different like ingredients from different companies all being in this melting pot of wrestling in this match. Yeah, the... Top draw for New Japan, top draw for AEW. We have Omega, the top draw for NXT for a while. We have Andrade, the top draw for WCW. We have uh, Ric Flair. And, and Conan. Then the top draw for the um, uh, Dirty Animals, Conan. Filthy Animals. Filthy Animals. Yeah. Sorry. No, come on. It's been Dis- 20 years. Disco Inferno was the main draw of the Filthy Animals. <laughs> With his Kobe Bryant jersey? Yeah. Uh, so this match starts and both men are overly confident in their skills. They kind of take it easy on each other. They would, you know, do the slow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're missing something huge here. What's that? The introduction of El Hijo de Tirantes, the son of suspenders oh. with white suspenders this time. Oh, did he so does that mean that he's, he's going to make a face turn? Hmm. No, God, no, man. He was all <laughs> Kenny Omega. He was like, 
Kenny, this is for you. It's for the white north, you know, Canada, right? <laughs> the snow. He's like, and he's like, yeah, all right, whatever, dude. Um, <laughs> so, like I said, okay, so this match was a good match, but in no way either man's best match. This is why, and only one reason why. The reason is, hijo de tirantes. Yes. If it wasn't for uh, all the shenanigans involving the, the referee, it, it just took all the air out of the match. All of it. All of it. All of it. All of it. Can you imagine if Andrade did win? We already have a Kenny Omega uh, promo, you know, complaining about Ric Flair. But can you imagine what it would be like the other way around? It, it, yeah. I'm, I'm disappointed. But that's mean. the reason why. Because of the, of the referee. Other than that, both of these guys worked amazing. It was just the way it was booked. Yeah. Um, let's see. Where was I? Okay. Beginning the match. Pulling up my notes and trying to get things in order. Okay. So the match starts both men overly confident in their skills, taking it easy on one another, kind of doing the spots where, you know, they would go slab and be like, Hey, hey, it's all right. Like Mm -hmm. the breather. It's all good. Um, you don't usually get a chance to see Kenny Omega do a Ric Flair strut. Uh, with a handlebar mustache, but when you do, <laughs> take time to appreciate it. That's all I, I hope they use this version of Kenny Omega in the video. Kenny has control early on in this match. Eventually, Andrade takes over, hits a nice rolling Saito suplex. Omega dodges, uh, not the commercial that's playing behind me. So Omega dodges the running knees and hits a V-trigger to the back of Andrade and uh, goes for the one-wing angel, but El Idolo fights back and they fall to the outside. Uh, there's a lot of cool spots. Dan, like the double standing moonsault to Kenny Omega by Andrade. Andrade has Omega pinned. The ref, like the ref is like refusing to count. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, Jay yeah, Driller to Andrade. One, what was that one where he did? Uh, I forgot what the move is called. But usually, you know, they one guy's on the on his back, the other guy's on top of him. They usually do the arching thing that come, you know, and then they turn it around, what have you. Yeah. When Andrade was on top of Kenny. The referee was just watching. He's <laughs> just like, yeah. yeah. He's just like, nah, I'm not, I'm not nah. counting. Yeah. That's uh, not a move. You guys, come on, finish. Jade drill alert to Andrade, followed by a two, a two fast count. Uh, the ref taunts Ric Flair, and I felt like Ric Flair legit. Because I feel like there's sometimes, like the entire match, Ric was just kind of calm and just kind of like, come on, Andrade. Woo. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a point where the ref, like, gotten, not like gotten, but he said something to Flair, and Flair mm-hmm. took his jacket and was like, you motherfucker. Don't you ever talk to me like that. There's some points where I think Flair gets legit mad. Like, is that or the referee thought better and was like, oh, I got to get Rick involved in this. Let me go talk some shit. Yeah. He's like, because he was just there. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He was just, well, he played a role at the end of the match. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, before all that, it was, it was kind of boring. Both <laughs> men hit their greatest hits. Back elbow to Omega, uh, which was Andrade's finisher at one point. Kenny hits uh, multiple V triggers to Andrade. Andrade Can't hits, have the finisher as Le Champion. Uh, Andrade hits the Tornado DDT and a Hammerlock DDT to Omega. K-Dog then gets in the ref's face. Kenny pushes Andrade into the ref, grabs the title to strike Andrade. Rick Flair grabs the title out of Kenny Omega's hands. Oh, that was the slowest exchange ever. Well, <laughs> Rick, where are you? Kenny, Rick, Kenny was you? like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, Rick. Here you go. And um, so... Both Rick and Andrade get back and forth chops on Kenny Omega. Rick Flair's like six seventy, so yeah, they didn't look. You know, 
And he was in the gym recently, and he was like, "I still got it. I'm gonna do it." And, oh, Rick, no, you know, sure, maybe sure. just talk for Andrade. Uh, uh, so then uh, they do a double figure four spot where Andrade with Kenny Omega and Flair with Conan. Oh, and I have a, a bone to pick with Conan. Come on, buddy. I know you're missing one kidney, but take the bump a little bit better. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> whoa. Hey, I'm down. Uh, okay, I'm sorry, guy. I'm just playing with you. Kenny eventually hits Andrade with the title. One wing angel, fast count, pin, win, and still the champion, Kenny Omega of AAA. So he has two yeah, titles. Yeah, the, ref- the referee took a... Took- Took the life out of this match. I can't wait till they fight in the United States. I can't wait. It's gonna be yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, then we get the main event of the night: Ray Escorpion versus Psycho Clown. Whoa, whoa, no, sorry, sorry. No, not just Psycho Clown, but what's it? Psycho Loco, Psycho Clown. <laughs> oh, dude, that music was so nineties. Psycho Psycho Clown. I'm just like sitting here, like, like I just wanna, like, I'm like, is this Teletubbies? What is this? So psycho- was, this was happening. Rey Mysterio was like, hey, Psycho, I got I got this guy that works with me in WWE. He did the music for the oddities. How would you like him to do the music for you? And then Psycho Clown was Dude. like, Dude, pues, okay. the whole clown thing. It's like they're murder psycho clowns. But this guy comes out to like Sesame Street-esque music. Yeah. So. But he's like one of the original clowns. Okay, whatever. I mean, Psycho Clown's way better than Murder Clown. Yeah. Um, so main event time, Psycho Clown, Ray Scorpion, mask versus hair match. Again, I have no idea what the fascination with clowns is, but hey, yeah. okay. And it's, it's also bringing your uh, kids to work day, so. Well, they had little mini clowns too, right? Yeah. Uh, Ray, who resembles the Wish.com version of Roman Reigns, uh, comes out with uh, Samayano and Los Mercenarios. As Samuano. Samuano is... The Samoan. And Los Mercenarios, which I believe is the Mercenaries, Taurus, mm-hmm. and La Hydra. I don't know her name. I didn't catch yeah. it. Uh, so then Psycho Clown comes out to the ring, like I said, to the music, which was very shocking. Because um, when I think Psycho Clown, I, well, I think metal or like something dark. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Psycho Clown is here to win. Or like extremely the other way, like a circus. Not Psycho Loco. No, we psycho got an 80s pop clown. song. Yeah. A 90s uh, Snickers commercial. Yeah, hold on one second. I got to. God damn it. <laughs> this is so annoying tonight. There, new one. I'll right. play a commercial. Why put a commercial during one of those? That's dumb. I gotta just do the eight-hour ones. Yeah. What is this? Okay. That's a nice one. Uh, uh, so yeah, bring your kids to work day. But before we start anything, the announcer, the the Mexican Michael Buffer, Miguel Buffer comes out with an uh, important announcement for all you fans. All you fans, please. Was this the Quite Super down. Porky? Listen uh, up. Um, well, it was uh, in memoriam for a bunch of wrestlers who passed away in, in the last year. Oh, I didn't and see that. There were a lot. There were there was at least six. A lot to COVID, right? Um, it didn't, didn't say. It just said, you know, in memory. Yeah. And um, I want to say, but you know what? The, the refreshing part is that they're all really older. Yeah. 
I didn't see anybody like in their thirties. That is refreshing. So that's, that's very refreshing. I was like, <laughs> no, dude, I, I'm from a grim, a grim industry. Uh, and then was it like Phantasma was there all night was like with the belts, right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He's like a commissioner or something. Yeah. Isn't that, that's a uh, ELP's dad, right? Is it? Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, El Santo. Yeah. What in uh, NXT, right? Mm, sure. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, El Hijo del El Fantasma, whatever. Anyway, so um, the Psycho Clowns come out to the ring, crazy music, Super Porky video package. After that, I felt like this was three matches in one. I will say that. Uh, It was like kind of like a sloppy start delving into the hardcore match, Mm -hmm. um, which they did have some good back and forth. um, And then they had a really good like finish to the match. The end of the match Mm -hmm. was really good. But the yeah, I was, I was fearing the worst for this, yeah. Yeah, because like I said, the start of the match was very slow and sloppy. When Ray attacks Psycho Clown during the Super Porgy tribute, they battle to the outside, into the fans. Do you want me to give you his promo before he bashed him? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, Scorpion gives his respects to Super Porgy pretty much, right? But tonight, I have a date with your son, and the date will culminate here. I know some people are talking smack behind my back. Why can't I beat you, they say. I alone have the pants, uh, so I'm guessing the. Oh, balls. is Psycho Clown Porky's son? Yeah. Oh fuck. Okay. <laughs> okay. Didn't know um, that. Yeah, no, I, uh, I should have filled you in because when he was walking in, they were like, just days uh, after, or no, just weeks after mourning his father's passing, uh, he is now uh, uh, dedicating this match to his father, and the jacket had, you know, uh, Brazo de Plata mask on it, and you know, it was a dedication. Yeah. And then we get uh, Scorpion talking smack. So uh, he alone has the pants, a.k.a. the balls. I mean, okay? I saw the pants that had the Super yeah. Porgy on it. But but... I, I mean, uh, you know, it's like wearing the pants. I alone wear the pants here. That's yeah. what he's trying to say. That's the literal translation. But, you know, he's talking about his balls. Okay. Um, he alone has the balls to rid the psycho clown. And you know what? He kept saying that's like the, the thing that's there. Um, you know what? Let me tell you something. You know what? Let me tell you something. Yeah. I congratulate you on your plaque. It's nice. It's your dad, right? It was like a painting. You know right? what? <laughs> he goes, tonight. You know what? It's mine, fucker. And that's when he <laughs> smashes it. <laughs> uh, he smashes over his head. I was like, yeah. damn, all right. Ray Scorpion, man, you know. He's uh he's the head of the table, the tribal chief here, right? Yeah. So pretty uh, that's pretty funny. I like that. Um, so, like I said, it was pretty sloppy, the beginning of this match. They battle outside. Uh, yeah, it's in, unfair four versus one. Yeah, Into the fans. I'll have to admit, I was kind of looking at the clock kind of at a certain point, like, okay, when's the show going to end now? Like, <laughs> if this is how it's going to go, like, um, yeah. kind of over this. Eventually, they get back into the ring. Uh, and Ray oh, begins. Oh, you forgot to mention who came in with, uh, with um, Psycho Clown. Who was that? His kids? It was his sister. You have a sister. Oh, that's right. His sister. And I forgot her name. Something Kong. Lady Clown. Mara Kong? Mara Goya. Kong. Goya Kong. Oh, just like the, was it like the beans? Goya? Yeah. Like, is that on purpose? Is that a marketing thing? Uh, yeah. Goya Kong. Well, they have the, the Marvel The daughter tie-in. of Super Porky. Uh, oh, Okay. So they battle on the outside into the fans. Uh, it wasn't that great. Eventually, they get back into the ring. Ray uh, goes for the mask of Psycho Clown. Um, that's when the singles match begin- turns into the hardcore match. We get chairs, cookie sheets, and fluorescent light tubes. 
yeah. Ray cuts the head of Psycho Clown. Well, um, you know, as soon as the mask was ripped, that's just for, uh, foretelling that he's going to get his uh, forehead cut. So, yeah, he starts cutting his head. Ray Scorpion cuts the head of Psycho Clown. What was was it like a vegetable cutter or something like that, or like a pizza cutter? What was it? I, you know what? I, it wasn't a pizza cutter. It wasn't it was a pizza weird. cutter. Yeah, it, it looked like chopsticks or something. I don't know what it was. It, yeah, it's, they're like, well, it's a little blade on on a stick, and we just mm-hmm. it's called a shank. <laughs> yeah, it's um, a shiv. We just made it backstage. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. fine. Oh, uh, the two men. <laughs> they were really, uh, you know, those uh, chopsticks you give the little kids to train them to use them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I still use those. Um, nice. Psycho. So yeah. So he cuts in the head of Psycho Clown, uh, which I thought was a pizza cutter, but I guess I'm wrong. And then later, Clown like grinds a fucking glass bottle into the head of Ray Scorpion, which mm-hmm. like it doesn't cut them to the point where they're pouring blood, but that spot where he's grinding the bottle on his head, I was just like, yeah, yeah. He was like scraping it on his hairline too. Oh like, man. Uh, the two men exchanging staggering strikes and uh, leads us into the finale of the match, uh, which kicks into 10th gear because, oh, my God, they're, like, battling on top of a pile of, like, debris of the mm-hmm. fluorescent tube and bottles. Uh, There's broken shit everywhere. Yeah. So, like I said, like the, it kicks into, like, an actual lucha match, though, after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We get a power slam to Ray, backstabber, Selena Del Sol, modified moonsault to Ray. The two men exchanging strikes on the ropes and Ray gives Psycho a hurricane rana off the ropes. Like a really cool corkscrew dive to Ray. Package pile driver to Psycho Clown. A lot of close two counts. Uh, these men like were just going back and forth. Completely insane. Spanish fly to Ray off the top rope. But that's that was when, cool. Yeah, that was really cool. But then like Ray's buddies get in the ring and break up the count and start beating up on Psycho Clown. And mm-hmm. these guys are like going to, I guess they went to like the Prometheus school of henchmen attacking people one at a time <laughs> because yeah. they literally were like, one, two, three, four, you know? Bang, pow, exactly. Slam. So at this point, though, we have the ultimate heel turn of the night. Uh, oh, Psycho Clown Cistern. Psycho Clown's sister gets in the ring and hands him a hammer, but then also gives him a low blow oh, when no. he turns around. Uh, Psycho Clown is tossed in the ropes and gives Ray a sunset flip uh, in the pin, though, in the win. So it doesn't really matter. So it's mm-hmm. like, I don't understand why the sister turned on him. I thought it was his wife, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, good for his wife. Like that. And it did look that way. It did come off like, like that. They seem close. <laughs> well, closer than you know. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, he gets the pin in the wind, and we get the theme song. Psycho, loco, psycho, clown, psycho. Yeah. So, Triple Mania 29 in the books. What did you but, think of the show? <laughs> we're not done storyline-wise. We're almost done. Yeah. I went through all this work. I'm going to fucking finish it. <laughs> All right, so we get Roman Reigns on the. I mean, we get uh, El Scorpion on the microphone. Yeah. At first, it doesn't work, but then he gets it. He said, Everybody, shut up. Psycho, your sister turned on you because she has bad blood in her. She hates you. That's why she wants to join me. But you know what? I don't want traitors. Samoano, Taurus, we have. And then he grabs his package. Tonight, like, it doesn't matter. I have sufficient huevos. pants. 
we know what he means by sufficient pants. His wave hose. <laughs> I'll accept this loss, fucker. Because we've been whooping each other's asses for years. Yeah. Daily. You and me were real motherfuckers. <laughs> and these people saw. Yada, yada, yada. You're the winner. Um, we'll keep being bad mofos now and forever. I accept getting my, uh, my cut, but my daughter will do the cutting. Nobody knows how to work scissors for some strange reason or the clippers. It's true, though. It's true. That's so true. Everybody <sighs> messes up. What was like? There was a one. It was like uh, X-Pac or something back in the day. Mm-hmm. A hair match or something. I don't remember. Like, no, yeah. Anytime someone gets clippers in their hands, even Bruce Barber. Oh my god! Every time, every like they don't put oil on it. I don't know what what it no, is. No, you know what it is is because they like put oil in their hair, oh, so it gets yeah, all clogged yeah. up in the in the clippers. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then we get a psycho coming out, and his is pretty, you know, basic. Where are my psycho, psycho locals at? Um, this is a sport. Bless. This is this is a sport. A blessed sport is for gentlemen. Sport like you for psycho clowns. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you said it. We beat each other up, but these are some of the best ass whoopings I've ever gotten from a cabron. So another fucker reference. Wow. They say cabron a lot. It's I an like honor fighting up. the greats. You wrestled my father and took his hair. Oh, and to take a great's hair is a huge accomplishment. In front of everyone here, we put our bodies on the line, and we did it for you all. You said it. That they keep saying that too. You said it. I said it. You said it. We'll keep banging in our next matches, but on this day, this party, on this triple mania, I extend my hand like a gentleman because I know you're a great star. Did they shake hands or not? I didn't see that. They part. shook hands. Okay, because I didn't see. Yeah, that no, part. it's because during the feed that I saw that we both saw, it kind of cuts off. Well, I also like once he started doing the promo, I was kind of like, well, I don't really know what he says. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was it was a whole lot of you know I I, I want to say they were like stretch stretch it stretch it yeah yeah well Triple Mania twenty nine fun Ooh. show fun show right three hours forty minutes gee that was a long show yeah but nonetheless I guess we'll get out of here for today that about does it here for us here at City Wrestling Radio if you yes stay tuned like what you hear you know. Uh, subscribe to our channel, our YouTube channel, because it really does help out the show and us in general. Uh, follow us on Instagram at City Wrestling Radio, also on Facebook at City Wrestling Radio, but on Twitter at CWR four one five. Don't ask why. Yeah. Well, it's a whole thing, and you know. Anyways, anyways, I'm Corey Smith. Follow me at Corey S four one five. City Wrestling J and uh, Jose Osagueta. Yes, that's what they call me. And uh, anyways, we'll see you guys later. Have a wonderful day. Goodbye. Bye-bye.